Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome back. This is the final installment of The Power of the Question because questions are very powerful. And it is very, very Jewish to ask questions. And uh, you'll find that Jesus asks a lot of questions. Sometimes people ask him a question and he would answer them with a question. And at that time, and even now, it's a very, very, very Hebraic thing to do. And questions are powerful, just as, as we've been talking. This time, let's look at how. And the question that we're going to look at is, how do I serve God? How do I serve God? What do you think makes God happy? You know, how can... And, and, and will that help me to be happy? But how do I serve God? Some people scratch their head at that one. Because in, here's, here's the problem. Or at least a problem that I've seen. A lot of time in churches, when you ask, how can I serve God? Immediately, a lot of tasks come to people's brains, and just right up there, right on their minds. Well, you can join the choir. Well, we have this mission trip you can join on. Well, you know, we, we have this task, this task, this, 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 you know, a whole litany, a whole list of stuff, and the list changes depending on who you're talking to. Uh, or, hey, why don't you go share the gospel with somebody? You know, maybe uh, volunteer some time on the mission field. How serious do you feel about serving God? Maybe you need to be a minister. Maybe you need to go to seminary and be licensed and ordained and things. But you know, all of those things, as good as that is, it's not the point. It's not the real answer to how do I serve God. And in some ways, how is served a little bit by the question when you serve God by living for Him every moment. Now you're thinking, wow, uh, what does that mean? You don't have to go to seminary to serve God. You know, this is going to just strike people very strange. But I don't think ministers are any special people beyond anyone else. See... It's interesting 
in Jewish history, at least in Jesus' day, they taught that if a rabbi, even a famous rabbi, walked into the room of a craftsman, say a potter or a carpenter, that the craftsman was one of the people that did not need to stand and honor that person because what they were doing was every bit as important as any rabbi. And we don't look at that that way. Man, we, we, we think some, somehow these guys go to seminary and, I mean, you know, they, we, they stuff them in a little room with, with the Holy Spirit and all of a sudden they come out like Moses, glowing or something, you know. They're just as messed up as anybody else. And it doesn't take a newspaper to tell you that. It's not that they're perfect. It's that they're called for a specific function. And their job is supposed to be to help Christians grow stronger so that they can minister. Now, how can you serve God? You can serve God by doing what He's put in you to do. If you play jazz guitar, if you build things with your hands, if you're an architect, a mechanic, if you change tires, if you empty trash, it doesn't matter as long as you're focused on doing it the way you think. The Bible tells you and that during that process, you are a light to other people. Now, we are supposed to share Jesus with other people. That's true. But vocal is only one option. See, I'm, I've been in some discussions with some minister friends of mine that believe I am really, 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 really extra wrapped up in different projects or, or thought processes, and they're right. One process has to do with this absolute veneration, this Moses complex a lot of ministers have. And it's unbiblical, it's ungodly, it's arrogant. And the thing is, and I'm not saying they all do that. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. But I'm saying that the pulpit in the pew should be on the same level. Because really, in real life, that's the way God looks at it. So if you've been called to be an engineer or a teacher, or elementary teacher, what, I mean, primary teacher, babysitter, doctor, lawyer, if you have been called to do that, and it's in you, that's as holy as anything else that God has assigned humans to do. Jesus was a carpenter. 
he apprenticed as a carpenter with Joseph, his adopted dad. And he started his teaching ministry, his itinerant teaching ministry, when he was 30. And it lasted, some say three, some say four years. But the issue is this. You have to serve God with what you do, with where you're at, with what he puts your hand to do. That's what you serve God. That's how you serve God. And you serve God by pulling his word into you and letting the spirit work that so that people see Jesus in you. So like if if Jesus was sitting in your chair doing your job, what would people see him doing? If he was doing accounting, advanced calculus, marketing, what would Jesus look like in your chair? What would it be that, that? Because it's you. He's working through you. Not to change you all of a sudden, you know, you, you don't get the beard and the, and the, and the smock looking, you know, and the tallit and all that fun stuff. But here's the, here's the issue. When Jesus says we're the body of Christ, that is what he's getting at. Because... God shines through you, through if you're a musician and how you play, if you're a singer and how and what you choose to sing. So, and, and by the way, creativity is an expression of God as well in everybody, even if you don't think you have creativity has have some kind of creativity sometimes it may be more functional some people just know how to organize stuff really cool now they may not know how to draw how to paint a painting but they can organize just like crazy you know so there's different things God's doing through you that's how you serve God now it sounds like I'm really hard on preachers and stuff. And I guess in, in some ways I am. Because this separation we have between the pulpit and the pew just really irritates me bad. And the reason it does is because it gives people a false sense that they are somehow different than the, than the minister, the preacher. He's been called or she's been called to do a certain thing to help make you stronger because it's the church that does the job. They do the ministry. Ministers minister to the church, and the church does the ministry. That's the way it's supposed to be anyway. So... If you get down on yourself or you think, Man, I just don't think I'm serving God. Just think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Even a soldier, as harsh of a job that is, can serve the living God. 
police officers, social workers, and, dare I even say it, politicians. <laughs> That's a kicker, that one. But still, if God's got the heart of a politician, then if Jesus was doing the politicking, what would that look like? You know? So, with that in mind, I want to definitely encourage you in the how. How do I serve God? God says, Jesus says, with all your heart, soul, and strength. And oddly enough, that word strength, the Hebrew word, actually means muchness, which is not super helpful, but your resources. You serve Him with your will to desire to, to do His, His will and, and make Him happy. You serve Him with your heart, with your mind, with your thought processes, trying to make them more like Him by studying and learning His Word, and with your resources, everything you own, everything you do, everything you touch. Realize that if you belong to Him, everything you have belongs to Him too. So use it all. Use it all. For His glory. Because, and here's, here's the kicker. If you lift God up, you know what He does? He lifts you up right along with Him. He does. He lifts you up right along with Him. And the higher you lift Him up, the higher you, He lifts you up with Him. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you and always, always to keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.